When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, the great folks at Lakerholics.com and also the wonderful folks at the Hoopheads Podcast Network is sincerely appreciated. And I've got a special thank you to everybody out there on the Lakers Fast Break YouTube channel for watching our previous episode, which was the game at Denver recap, because that got one of our highest view counts ever in a loss showing that, yes, Laker fans do support the Laker cause, even when times are not all that great. And speaking of which, when it comes to the game at Denver, which everybody knows they lost by 37 points, terrible effort. Magic Johnson, after the game, called them out. Russell Westbrook said, hey, he has his opinion. We played terribly. And then LeBron, later on social media, the next day, called out the team and said, this is embarrassing. I'm just paraphrasing here, but he essentially said that this will not happen again and that the Lakers will provide more effort. He was truly ashamed and called out the team and called out his own play in regards to what he said on social media. And the Lakers coming into today against Utah at the Crypt, they proved out there that he was right. Give him a little bit more effort and see what can happen. And that's what they did all game long. There was a stretch in the late in the third quarter where it kind of fell apart a little bit and their effort wasn't quite what you needed. And it started to get a little bit, eh, what's going to happen? Are we going to see the same things happen? The bad habits start to rear up and things of that nature. But the Lakers in the first half were really good, providing a lot on the defensive end. Probably one of the better, if not their best, defensive performance of the year. And they really stuck to it in the first half, really limiting the Utah Jazz to not too many putbacks, not too many rebounds, a lot of missed shots, very low percentage. And like I said, the third quarter came around and kind of let that slip a little. But a strong fourth quarter performance on both ends of the court, on both the offensive and defensive end, 
and a very timely strong layup drill by Stanley Johnson, of all people, with several layups and drives that proved to be very inspirational for the team, and a clutch basket by Russell Westbrook, a timely pass by Stanley Johnson, and of course, LeBron James chipping in with 25 points, and the Lakers do end up on the victory side of things bringing their record back up to 500 with a 101-95 victory, a very impressive victory, especially on the defensive end right there at the crypt. And here today to talk about the game and the great defensive performance, which him or I cannot dispute at this point in time. We've disputed that in the past. We will not today. It's a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out today at Lakerholics.com. It is Laker Tom. The trade machine is still going strong at Laker Tom on Twitter, but Laker Tom, you've got to be impressed by the effort today, which they did not have in Denver. It was a terrific win. This is obviously, I think, the best win we've had this year against the best team that we've beaten this year. And by far our best defensive performance, I'm holding them to 17 points in the fourth quarter, coming back from allowing 32 points in the third quarter when it looked like the game was going to go away from us. It was great to see us buckle down, come back, tie that game, struggle, you know, in a little flip-flop back and forth of who was going to win it, and then pull away with with some great plays by Stanley Johnson, you know. Um, this was a game where we came out and played the kind of defense that we're potentially capable of. And it was an interesting starting lineup that Frank put out there because when you go back and you look at the plus-minus stats for the game, it wasn't the starting lineup that really won this game for us. It was yeah. really the bench. Yes. The bench had four guys. We had a nine-man rotation. The bench had four guys all plus 15 or better. And LeBron at plus 10 was the only starter. Well, Reeves was almost major. there, plus 13, just to let right. you know. But just, you know, just terrific performance from the bench, which really pulled us off. This is the kind of game where if you play that kind of defense, you can win with several starters who don't, you know, don't have big games. You know, there are only two guys who played two guys who had double digits in the, in the starting lineup. And, uh, and it's hard to win games when you do that because you really are totally relying upon everybody on the bench coming through. And they did tonight. I was pretty confident that we were going to play a good game. I don't think LeBron would have told people in the locker room, you know, I'm going to get 40, just follow me. Um, He didn't get his 40, but, he played great, and and the team I think responded the way that you would that every Laker fan was hoping that they would respond after that terrible game the other day. Is this the turning point? Hell, I, I wouldn't put my money on it, just considering everything that's happened. No, um, you know, and uh, I'm I'm like the most optimistic better in in that particular sense. Huh? But I'm a streak better, you know. I I, I bet when things are going well and. Uh, and one game in and one game lost and one game win and one game lost isn't doing well. But this is a great step in the right direction. We saw something of the ceiling of this team without Anthony Davis and without Kendrick Nunn. We saw that tonight. And a just nine an update, man rotation that played extremely well. And just an update on Kendrick Nunn. It was announced before yeah. the game that he did have a setback in his rehabilitation and his training which everybody thought he was getting very close to coming back onto the court. It looks like he did have a setback with the pain in his knee, so it looks like he's going to be out 
a lot further before there's any reevaluations concerns. So pretty much everybody out there can just say right now, for now, Kendrick Nunn is going not going to be a factor and not going to be a factor anytime soon. But getting back to what you're saying, Lakers, chances Tom, are he'll be traded before he gets back on. Exactly. Court. Yeah. Just talk about the contract that he has currently around five million dollars. So yeah, right. definitely is something that is going to be valuable there. But the player Kendrick Nunn, unfortunately, will probably not be playing in a Lakers uniform for quite some time if he does even get past the February trade deadline. But we'll see what happens there. And that's but Lakers, a shame because, you know, when you look at – he was like the biggest recruit that we brought in. We yes. paid him the most money of all of the guys that we brought in. We had the highest expectations for him. He was slated to be a starter or a six-man candidate, and, you know, it hurts not to have that player. But hey, we're good signs tonight. I, I, You know, Stanley Johnson, you know, game ball, man. He played his heart out the whole game. And that's what you get with him. You know, yeah. with, with effort, you get with him. You also that's get the it with the guy you want to be your 13th, 14th, and 15th player, right, Gerald? Because yes. he can actually contribute something. As we saw tonight, yes. It looks yeah. a little rough around the edges at right. times. Even those drives were kind of like, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? Yes. Confidence is so important in the game of basketball. It is. That Every player who's ever played the game at any level knows that there were certain plays and certain games in their careers that gave them the confidence to to do it. Now, it could have been just at the local recreation center or the local gym, or it could have been a guy in college or a guy in the NBA or the G League who just finally got it, you know, and figured it out, you know. And Johnson's got an opportunity. I, I think today proved enough that I would say that I can't see how you could leave him off of our 15-man roster. Yeah, right now you can't say that at all. Yeah, and, uh, unless, and most of the trades that we're going to make are going to be more people leaving than coming, you know. That's, just, that's true. Uh, just unless, because of the nature of we're trying to get a better player and you gotta you got to add up salaries to be able to do that. So Well, that's going to be hard for yeah. us to do. It's simply the yeah. fact with the kind of assets that we have, which includes Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook didn't have the most stellar of games. He did have the most stellar of dunks with a posterizing dunk over Rudy yep. Gobert, which I think he let out a season's or at least a half season's worth of frustration out on Rudy Gobert and yep. also hit a clutch layup with just a short bit of time left, even though Stu Lance was very upset about that because he just didn't try to run the clock out. But still, it worked out with for a three-point play. You know, I, I call that play about a – hundred times in my life as a youth coach where you sit down in the, no, no, in the no, huddle no, and you tell no, the kids, yes. you, you know, you don't have to shoot because the shot clock's in our favor. We just have to run the clock out when we win. And if you shoot and you miss, they're going to get a chance to tie the game or something. Some kids just never did it. And Russ, Russ was probably one of those kids. One of those kids indeed. But yeah, he saw daylight and said, I'm going to go down there. But that, that just, dunk was that dunk was really kind of interesting because it's it showed that Russ he man he's still he's still an elite athlete. He may have lost something from it just like you'd expect. I mean, you look at the early shots of LeBron running up and down the court and you can see that my God, this is this is not the same LeBron that we got. He's great. He's he's compensated for for age and, and lots of ability, but you know, Russ is not the same Russ he was three or four years ago. LeBron's not the same LeBron he was three or four years ago physically. But Russ has been playing in two turnovers tonight. He's been playing within the confines of the game. 
but he has been held back on his own because he was tired of what was going on. We don't see the same type of Russell Westbrook play in these past mm-hmm. five games, which he's had a minimal amount of turnovers, right. but I think you're not seeing the type of Russell Westbrook that is going to be as explosive for you, give those type of explosions that people were hoping for on a more consistent basis, but yet you're not going to see as many mistakes or not even anywhere near as many mistakes as you were seeing it. I mean, today, again, he minus 11, nothing stellar about really what he did, 15 points, eight rebounds, but he didn't really kill you out there on the court. And again, right. provided a clutch basket, like I said, with just under a minute left. And of course, posterized Rudy Gobert earlier in the game. Right. I, the thing I wanted to ask you before we head on out is Avery Bradley and him being in the starting lineup and putting ahead of Malik Monk. Now, Malik Monk, really solid job tonight, 14 points, 6 of 12, 50% shooting, along with Stanley Johnson coming off the bench. He got 15. THT, 4 of 7, 11 points, really solid, like you said before, Tom, a great effort by the bench. But Avery Bradley, after that 37-point game, I noticed a lot of the fans out there in Lakerland really did not <laughs> want him in the starting lineup. You have called for this all season where you did right. not really want him in the starting lineup. I think Malik Monk being taken out after just one awful game when the whole by team everybody. was awful. By everybody, not by everybody. By yeah, exactly. I felt like he was punished for it. Now, mind you, he handled it very well today. And, and mm-hmm. uh, again, hitting 50% of shots is, is yeah. basically what you can ask for. But his minutes went down because of it. And the opportunity for him to succeed, and I understand he's not a great defender at all by any stretch of the imagination. But no, really every time think, every time teams come down and run their switches, the, you know who they want to end up yeah. having to defend the pick and roll is it's always against, Malik. It's always Malik. But again, it's well, I saw today against Avery, and Avery was easily picked off today on several occasions. They just weren't hitting shots, which again mm-hmm. was attributed to the effort of the other guys going ahead and executing the defense. But still, you know, when it comes to Vogel, I don't want to get on him too much on a win. And let's not do that. But I was kind of disappointed that you don't continue to reward Malik's great play over the past three weeks, has one bad game, or he had a couple bad games in the past 10 games. But of the Lakers' best players, he's been playing at that level just behind LeBron. And I'm really sad to see him get punished for it, I think, by being put back on. You know, I don't I don't I understand exactly what you're saying, Gerald, but I don't think it was a case of of anything to do with Malik. I think I think Frank was just tired of getting getting beaten defensively because we didn't have enough size. You know, you just can't go out there and start three six three guys. No, but uh, and, and why, when you put, why not bring Bradley off the bench? Right. And why I, not, know, I, I know, but Brad Bradley is the new DJ. You know that everybody knows that. Yeah, and and it's going to be like it's going to be like prying prying a blanket from a child to try to get that away from Frank at this point in time. And he'll give you like one twenty plus point <laughs> game and then it's going to be under ten points the rest yeah, of the time. Yeah. And the other side of it though is that I've changed my feelings about Bradley because of how well he's played in several games that I'm definitely glad that he's on the roster. And I definitely think he has value, spot value at particular times. I do think that if 
if we don't make any major trades and, and we get AD back and none back, Bradley's position, not only as a starter, but as a member of the rotation is probably gone in my mind. Now, how Frank deals with that, I don't know. But, you know, after that last game when we got beat so badly by Denver, there were two situations that could have happened that that they would have disappointed me, but maybe not surprised me. And that was sort of a rebellion by LeBron or a rebellion by Bogo, you know. But Frank did exactly what we'd expect from Frank. He said, damn it, we're going to play defense. And and he switched the lineup to go out there so that we could be big. And we won the battle of the boards tonight. We won the battle of the points in the paint against against a team that should normally have abused us that way. And we shut down the top scoring team in the league. So I think it was a great job by Frank. I thought the adjustments were great. We have a tendency with LeBron and with Russ to have strings of bad shots, which end up being, you know, stretches where we don't score points. Um, and those are those are like settle periods, you know. They settle for jumpers rather than attacking the basket. And we ended up being 24 to 23 in free throws, but there was a long period of time early in the game, especially in the third quarter, where they they were shooting twice as many free throws as we were, and they were making them at a much higher rate, and we were missing them. So anyway, I, this was a great game tonight. And is Frank going to continue with this type of starting lineup? Um, you know, it's there's a history of that in the Lakers that goes all the way back to, you know, Kurt Rambis and uh, and A.C. Green and these these guys that would normally be. And it's the kind of player that can hold his own with starters, even though he probably doesn't play. He can play as well against starters as he does against reserves. And there are other guys who sometimes it's better. Mello, for example, I think at this stage in his career is better as a reserve, you know, um, simply because he's playing against a lesser level of competition. He's playing against a guy coming off of the bench rather than a starter. Um, and then I've always railed against these coaches who, like to build their lineups based upon what who they want coming off of the bench, almost like they're sacrificing the starters because you got your three superstars. So who does it matter who you put with them? Let's save all of the scorers and all of the you know the better players for the reserves, which means that guys that should start and get starter minutes probably still get the starter minutes, probably still get the close if they're playing well. But it's it's just a coaching foible that sometimes I think it matters more than other people do. Um, but I like what Frank did tonight, and I like what the Lakers did. Um, I won't believe it just like you and everybody else at this point in time. Um, they're going to have to prove it for several games in a row. And they've got some good games coming up, so we'll see what happens. And AD is supposed to hopefully be back sometime during the Grammy Tour, so good things are looking forward for the Lakers. You know, I mean, it's better than the last game, Gerald. That's for sure indeed. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show 
and the PCC multiverse. People are just losing their minds trying to consume Marvel products right now, and I don't blame them. This is some of the best entertainment you can get on TV and big screen right now. If something's going to be successful or not, they look at the mentions, they look at the likes, they look at the retweets and the tweets and the subtweets and the tweet tweets, and they look at all of that to say, okay, this is actually going to garner a lot of attention. Is it going to be enough, though? I think the fish out of water syndrome might be enough for somebody like us because it's going to be hilarious to watch two stoner kids we saw barely make it through high school now live in a society that they fully don't understand because they've been stuck in a decade and never came out of it facebook stars not ninja stars okay i know how some people take things literally so don't throw ninja stars at us but like the facebook stars click on those that's what we want that's the pop culture cosmo show and the pcc multiverse catch our shows on worldwide radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts but once again the lakers did win 101 to 95 make sure you check out laker tom's latest article that's now available at lakerholics.com where he asks is it time to pull the plug on the russell westbrook experiment and you can go ahead and share your opinions there and be part of the conversation along with jamie sweet five things articles you can go ahead and check out the new blog editor michael you can go ahead and check out what he's doing there as well and then of course hopefully somewhere you can go ahead and vote on your thoughts on the all-star team i don't know where that article is but it's probably somewhere at lakerholics.com at least i'm hoping it is i don't know i'm looking at it now and i simply can't find it but i know a lot of people have been trying to ask on that so hopefully they'll be able to find it pretty soon right there at lakerholics.com or if you have thoughts on your all-star team, East, West, and reserves, go ahead, send it to me, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. I'll post the tweet of that article again and so that we can repost it. And Wherever you want to do it. I just, I just know a lot yep. of people no, were talking about great, it. It's a great conversation and some great, some great picks. Yeah, until Jamie Sweet said Carmelo Anthony, and then it went all <laughs> to hell. But we won't go there. Once again, though, well, the that's Lakers... a typical Jamie Sweet move, so... Yeah, that's true. That is Admiral Akbar indeed. But once again, it is the Lakers winning 101 to 95. I will be back on Wednesday. I know Laker Tom, unfortunately, will not be here on Wednesday, but I will be here on Wednesday night after the game at the Crypt against Indiana. So we'll see what happens there. Can the Lakers make it two in a row? Right now, they are 22 and 22, back at 500 in seventh place. They hopped over two spaces. Right there in the Western Conference standings. Don't look at ESPN right now. Look at them in about half an hour when it updates. But yes, they are in seventh place right now in the Western Conference. Can they make it two in a row against Indiana? We'll find out on Wednesday after the game. Again, if you have any questions for Laker Tom, at Laker Tom on Twitter, or the best place to go for all your conversations today is Lakerholics.com. Once again, the Lakers win 101 to 95. Again, a big shout out to everyone on YouTube that goes ahead and checks us out there. Please follow us there because the videos post there as soon as we get done with them here on Facebook. Or you can go ahead and catch them here at Lakers Fast Break on Facebook. And of course, you can go ahead and check it out audio wise the next day right here at the Lakers Fast Break.